I'm Linda. And I'm Craig. And this is episode 90 of the Indie Travel Podcast at IndieTravelPodcast.com. The Indie Travel Podcast is brought to you by TravelTalks.tv and IndieTravelGuides.com. And the letter B. Nice to be Q for Queensland. Oh yeah, Q. Okay. I was going to go with B for the best job in the world. Today we're talking about how to increase your chances to win what might be the best job in the world. In Queensland, hence the two letters B and Q that we've decided to bring the Intertravel podcast. Okay, move on, move on. (laughs) Well, anyway, if you haven't heard about it, you will hear a lot about it in this episode. And if you have heard about it, then you'll know why it's so exciting. We are still in Perth. There's not much new to report. It's still beautiful and sunny. It's still a small town on a river with the ocean nearby. But apart from that, there really is nothing to say. Oh, no, I'm enjoying Perth. I'm enjoying all the outdoor cinemas. I mean, we've been to two. We've tried to go to one more. But there are probably about 15 other ones that we've got to try. Yeah, what I'm missing, though, it reminds me of Auckland. It reminds me of home, but there's no free um, festivals on everywhere. Oh, we've had a couple. But no, one thing, everything I miss is not. free outdoor summer Shakespeare. That's what I really miss. There's outdoor summer Shakespeare... But it's horrendously expensive. Mm, Indeed. But there is an arts festival later this month, and we're looking at doing a, what is it, six and a half, seven hour solid block of Shakespeare. No, it's almost eight hours. It's seven and a half hours. It's three and three quarter hours times two. Yeah. It sounds like so much fun. It's like eight history plays squished together, and it's going to be so exciting. I'm sure it will. Rugby season is starting soon, and we're finally back in a country where rugby is watched. Yay. Um, We watched the cricket the other day. It was exciting because it was New Zealand versus Australia, and it got down to, like, the last, the very last point, you know, the last ball that they could possibly make, and we won. It was so cool. So you can tell we're very excited to be back in a country with real games. Oh, and you know what else we're excited about? Like the Super Bowl and World Series with one country playing in it. Forget that. Don't know what that means. No. But what I'm excited about... It's all our friends in London and everywhere in England are just, you know, going on about the snow. And I mean, sure, it's very exciting, but it's not snowing here. And that's what's exciting because it's hot. And you know what? We're going swimming and we're lying in the sun and it's great. So I'm not making a lot of friends by going on about this, but I really am enjoying myself. Well, let's uh, move on and talk about something useful. I'm pretty sure you would have heard about the best job in the world. It's been splashed all over the papers, all over the internet. You get the use of a house on the Whitsunday Islands, which are part of the Great Barrier Reef in Queensland, Australia. You're living on the Great Barrier Reef. You get to go scuba diving, snorkeling, flying, skydiving. You get to explore the islands. You're hanging out with local people. You're doing all of the touristy stuff. And the only thing you have to do is maintain a website about your experiences. Oh, and you also get paid 150,000 Australian dollars, which is a heck of a lot. I mean, it's, that's almost 100,000 US dollars. It's a lot of money. And all you're doing is hanging around a beautiful island for six months. Yeah, this is almost 100,000 US dollars for six months' work. I'm going with this being pretty much what they build it as. The best job in the world. Well, I spoke with uh, Nicole McNaughton, who's the PR manager for the project, and this is what she had to say. Everyone obviously knows the Great Barrier Reef, but um, a little known fact is that the islands of the Great Barrier Reef, there are actually 600 of them, and that's kind of really the whole purpose of this campaign is to promote the, the area so it's not just the Whitsundays, it's from the, t- the tip of the Great Barrier Reef right down to the, the Southern Great Barrier Reef. And as I said, there's 600 islands with um, a lot of amazing experiences and activities um, on them. 
that really is a huge area, isn't it? It's a massive area. It's something like uh, 2,500 kilometres long um, along the length of the Queensland coast. So from the, the tip of um, uh, far north Queensland down to um, almost uh, the, the southern Great Barrier Reef, which is around the Bundaberg region. So huge area and, uh, and as I said, lots of islands to explore. Yeah, fantastic. So according to the ad, you're looking for an island caretaker. So what exactly needs taken care of? <laughs> well, this this person, um, whoever we choose, will be responsible for really exploring the um, the islands of the Great Barrier Reef. We're not sure whether they'll get to all 600 of them, but they're going to have a have a fair job doing it. Um, and kind of, as I said, experience what the islands have to offer and report back um, to the worldwide community about what's on offer. Craig also talked to one of the applicants, one of the many, many, many applicants, Halil Bryan. Perhaps he explained the islands a bit more vividly. We're moving to a new era. We're moving to you know, a new place. And this is where your memories are truly made. These are the moments that you're going to remember forever. Why not do it in a place that has island upon island? I mean, you have the sandy rainforests of Fraser Island. You go to Hitchinbrook. You know, you go to places like Horn, you know, Green. Places that you can do sand tobogganing. I mean, that's, that's amazing. I, few people in the world, I, I didn't know about these things before starting to research a few of the islands and was amazed at how many things you could do out there. We can tell there's some serious research going into these good applications. The job certainly isn't all about the beach though. Here's Nicole again. Um, they could be doing anything from um, doing some fine dining on Hayman Island, uh, traveling to Badera, they're based on Hamilton Island obviously, uh, snorkeling, swimming, diving, um, uh, jet ski, riding, you name it. Um, there's just so much on offer and they'll be tasked with kind of undertaking all of those activities and reporting back on a real honest manner to, um, to their uh, followers. Well, it sounds like a, a lot of play. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, there'll be some serious elements to it as well. They'll be talking to... Um, uh, ranges of the Great Barrier Reef Marine Park, um, some of the local communities, and really getting an understanding of, of what the area is and getting kind of under the skin of, of what the islands of the Great Barrier Reef have to offer. This seems to fit in well with the project goals, raising awareness of tourism opportunities in Queensland, and it's highlight the immense Great, Bar- Great Barrier Reef. Yeah, I mean, the Great Barrier Reef is awesome, isn't it? Well, I wouldn't know. I've never been. We'll take you there in April. Yay! Dawn Clare is also applying for the position. We asked her what her perfect day looked like. Well, I think having lived on, on several islands, I think there'll be wonderful sunshine most of the time. Exploring, I think, both in terms of the more rural area, perhaps it's hiking, snorkeling, doing other activities that are on the island. And then another side of it will we may explore the towns or, you know, more of the developed part of the island and writing about it, possibly videoing it. Also, you know, I would love to, you know, interview people and talk with people who are there and really get give a sense of this is what the, you know, being and visiting or living at, on the Great Barrier Reef, what it is like. And we asked the same question of Mike Walker. Well, you know, I think there's, <laughs> there's going to be, it's going to be very fun. There's going to be a lot of activities happening and a lot of great, um, great things going on. But I'm sure a, a part of the day would be very relaxing. 
uh, I think the better question might be what what's your typical week going to be like? Because in my typical day, I might you know I might sleep in a little bit, but then I would go you know see the beach, go find out all the uh, wonderful things that ha- that 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 area and that region has to offer. Of course, I'd like to visit many of the different islands, try many of the different <laughs> fun activities, and then of course always you know uh, show showcase that, videotape that. Um, but I, I mean, I would love to do all of the all of the wonderful oceanic activities and uh, all the relaxing beach activities that you can imagine. Um, I'd, I, of course, I would go surfing. I'd go snorkeling. Um, I'd definitely try even skydiving out there, just because I mean, what a beautiful view! Uh, and so many other things. <laughs> can you, I mean, can you imagine it? Would, it would be phenomenal. So some great dreams there and some very excited people. It's just what Queensland is after. The job offer, though, is very serious business. It's part of a multi-million dollar campaign by Tourism Queensland. The candidates have to be good. We asked Nicole what they were looking for in an application. Absolutely. Well, as you can imagine, we've had, um, with that many applications, um, quite a few that are very same. So we are encouraging people to to be creative and show us... um, that they have charisma and that they're outgoing and that um, they're passionate for for this opportunity. Um, yeah, we we are strongly recommending that people read the uh, website and make sure that they fill all of the criteria. So the video does have to be under 60 seconds. Um, they have to explain to us why they're the best person for the job and do that in a creative manner. Um, and with that much competition, you really do have to stand out yeah, I bet. Is this going to be a, a situation where only those who can really afford to have professional videos put together are the ones that stand out? Or No, no. we are looking at anyone from anywhere in the world. And we've had applications from about 160 countries, which is just phenomenal. So, um, as I said, we're looking for, for a level of creativity. The person has to be a good communicator. They have to have charisma. I mean, what what they're doing is communicating about the islands of the Great Barrier Reef, so they have to be um, uh, able to do that in a really entertaining way. It seems like passion and creativity are important aspects of a good application. Here's John Clare again, telling us how she heard about the position and why she's applying. I literally got um, over 20 calls from friends all over the world, from Europe, from Down Under, from South America, all over they had found out about this, so they're, they're like, Dawn, you would be the perfect candidate for this because I love exploring either nature, talking with people, greeting people, giving people a sense of of what it is about an area, and I've traveled so much, and they so I decided, okay, I should apply. It sounds like a wonderful opportunity and a unique opportunity. Cheryl Kane is a travel book writer, and she's also applying for the best job in the world. We asked her why she should get it. I'm stressing that I'm experienced in the world of public relations and that my passion in life is really experiencing where I go and immersing myself in every detail, Um, the people, the place, the food, the activities, the temperature, at everything, that you really live it, you feel it, and you connect with the people there so that you become like a local. And when you become like a local, it really changes your own life, and then you interpret that for other people. So I'm really looking forward to being part of the place. 
Well, one of the most important skills you need to have to get the best job in the world is to be a good communicator. You need to be able to connect with your audience because while you're swanning around having lots of fun, you do need to express that to the world. It seems like the successful candidate is going to have to be very creative and have this appealing personality that you've talked about. Do they also have to be kind of new media savvy? Would it help if they knew about blogging, podcasting, Twitter? Yes, certainly. I mean, it does help. Um, what we're saying is they have to be a good communicator. Um, we are finding a lot of people who are applying uh, naturally um, like that anyway, so that helps. Um, but they will be tasked with creating their own blog and creating video diaries um, and spreading the word through um, the website. Mm, okay, cool. Well, thank you very much for your time. Nicole, is there... Come on, can you give us anything else, any last tips to, to help someone get an inside edge? Um, well, visit www.islandreefjob.com. Um, all of the information is on there. And as I said, be creative. What we're telling people is, um, you know, entertain us, make us laugh, um, show us that you're the best person for the job. As you can imagine, we've got um, a team of people having to sit through the thousands of applications and... Um, and uh, we really look forward to seeing the, the standout applicants. Cool. Well, once again, thank you very much. Excellent. Thanks, Craig. One candidate who really seems to understand the idea of being a communicator is Annie Chi from Vancouver in Canada. We weren't able to get hold of her on Skype, but we did exchange some emails. Now, Annie's put together a great video and a website to go with it, where she's blogging her travels and her research on the Great Barrier Reef. It's kind of like she's doing the job before she gets the job. Well, it looks like fun anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, when we spoke in late January, Annie had already spent over 50 hours on her application. I shudder to think what it's like now. Yeah, as well as a site, she's also really active on Twitter and other social media platforms. Uh, to wrap up, Linda, what do you think we can add to the discussion? I mean, lots of people want the job. They have around two and a half weeks before applications close now. What can we advise? Well, the first thing is to establish presence as soon as possible. Get out there. I mean, like Annie Chi has got this great website. She's got a really distinctive personality. And, you know, I think I'll remember her as one of the, one of the candidates, you know. So if people can really get that presence out there, that would be a major thing. So practically, I mean, I guess you've got to get a Twitter account and get active. Um, consider MySpace and Facebook if they're your thing. Get on YouTube and start making friends because you'll want them to vote for you and promote when you launch your video. Yeah, start a website and throw, throw some time or money at design and start posting. Just start. Yeah, Go. get presents. <laughs> I mean, your job is to create buzz and a following around your reports while you're in Queensland, so prove you can do that now. Yeah, everyone we spoke to today has their ear to the ground. I mean, you know us, we don't accept money to feature people on the, on the site. But these people we found through Google or through Help a Reporter Out, they're already making themselves present on the internet. They're, they're making themselves known, and that's how we found them. Yeah, they've really put some one step ahead of the pack. Yeah, for sure. Number two would be follow the instructions. Um, they're after creative people with charisma, but you need to follow the rules. I'd say this especially about video length. If your video is 61 seconds long, shave it. Take off that extra second or two. Absolutely. Make it 59 instead of 61 because the extra second, it's a second of someone's life, you know. They're watching thousands upon thousands of videos. They don't want it to be even a second too long. As we record this, there's been over 10,500 applications, and 
I'll tell you what, if I had that many to go through, if I saw something that was over a minute, it would go straight on the discard pile. Without even being opened, yeah. And that takes us to the next thing, scripted. They know you'd love to live on Great Barrier. Who wouldn't want to live, who wouldn't want to get $150,000, a three-bedroom house? You know, of course you want it, but you've only got 60 seconds, so you really need a strong script. Yeah, and what do you put into that script? You answer the freaking question. A lot of applications I've seen don't tell me what they're asking for. The application page asks you to do two things. Firstly, tell them why you're the best person for the job. And secondly, demonstrate your knowledge of the islands of the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah, if you don't do that with your 60 seconds, you're wasting your time. (laughs) Yeah. Number five, catch their attention, but don't be an idiot. I mean, you need to stand out of the crowd. You need to shine through the dross. The real question, I think, is are they going to turn off your video in the first 10 seconds? I honestly think they've got to turn off 95% of the videos in the first 10 seconds. So you really need to catch them in that first first little bit so they don't just go boring and switch you off. Yeah, this is going to be the difference between the shortlist and the scrap heap. Yeah, I mean, it's a serious PR job. You need to be creative and daring and demonstrate how you can reach out and connect with an audience. Yeah, I think catching people's attention isn't the same as being loud. You need to be creative not screaming so don't be an idiot i mean i think we spoke about annie chi before i think she's got a really good chance um when you see her trying to feed the fish and looking at the tank you just go you know she's entertaining she's connecting and she could entertain me for six months yeah look forward to it Well, what I'm really looking forward to is just seeing the videos from the other people we talked to today. I mean, most people are still working on it, but we'll be updating the show notes at IndieTravelPodcast.com as their videos get published. Yeah, we'll also be linking to their websites, their Twitter photos, um, sorry, their Twitter profiles, and we've also got photos, whatever we have on them. So, Dawn Clear, Cheryl Kane, Mike Walker, Khalil, Brian, and Annie Chi, we wish you and all our listeners the best with your applications. I also want to thank Nicole McNaughton from Tourism Queensland for fighting a cold to do this interview. Uh, Remember to check out the official site at islandreefjob.com. So, is there anything to add before we sign off? Yeah, just one thing. If the best job in the world has caught your eye, then the World Nomads Travel Podcast Scholarship might also pique your interest. Oh, yeah. We're really excited to be a part of it. I mean, we're the distribution partner, but the people who are really doing this are World Nomads and GVI. And it's a competition. If you win, you'll get trained up, equipped, and flown to Guatemala for two weeks. And then you'll assist local communities and put together an audio podcast, which will then be broadcast around the world. Here. (laughs) Well, starting here. (laughs) You can find more details at IndieTravelPodcast.com or WorldNomads.com. So I think that is actually us. Yeah. yeah. Time to have a rest. I mean, it's the weekend, so gotta yeah, go gotta and do really important things like sunbathing, watching some movies. It's it's a lot to get ready for. Yeah. So until next week, travel well. <laughs>